0: You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. Team Ad. Don is a pastor with 38 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Alex, how are you doing? Good, how are you doing? Mm, Real good. Good, good. Um, You said you have a, I'm trying to figure (laughs) out how to frame this, a question for yourself. I
1: had a question for myself. What was interesting is I was in a group of people and they right. did a QA and a and it was uh, mainly M.Y.F.ers, but one of the adult sponsors had this question that I had never thought about before. And the more I thought about it, the more profound that question actually became. So here he was sitting back in his chair and he was sort of joking around with me ahead of time. And he said, well, so, so why did Jesus only choose Jewish guys to be disciples Mm -hmm. and i took it as funny well because and i said well because he was among jews all the time you know right right. so you sort of draw from the, the the pool where you're at you know the the jews and yeah it was around jews so you're with jews you pick jews and i got thinking about that question more all that evening and got to realize you know what there was intentionality around that even beyond the fact that he was with jews all the time because if we go back to Genesis chapter 12, Abraham has promised that his children will be a blessing and it is through them others will be blessed. Remember uh, Genesis yeah. chapter 12, yeah. 1 to 3? And, and that sets in motion that God is going to work with this people that he's pulling out away from all the others. That's why Abraham leaves his people. Right. And it is through them that the world is to be blessed and brought Mm -hmm. to the messiah that's why the messiah is promised through the davidic line and then so you get to romans and paul says it very distinctly that he's bringing the gospel to the jews first and then the gentiles so that on pentecost in Acts chapter 2 while there's jews all over the place because it's a jewish festival they come with many different languages and so the 3,000 that come to, to Christ in that period of time probably are all Jews. But by the time Paul comes to Christ, even though he himself is a Jew and a Pharisee at, Mo, at, at in, on top of that, his ministry is to Gentiles. Yeah. So it reminds me of the fact that, hey, Jesus got disciples who were Jews because it was to the Jews first and then to the Gentiles. I see. And then by the time you get to Romans chapter 6, 7, and 8, he starts to, to uh, illustrate why the Gentiles coming to faith is actually for the Jews' sake. Ah.
0: So he had something all worked
1: out. In other words, there was a plan all the time. All the time. And it included those 12 Jewish disciples. So it was a question that I I made the guy feel really dumb. And I, I felt really bad about it at the time. And the more I thought
0: about that question, the more
1: profound yeah. the answer came from Scripture as I thought about it and looked at it.
0: Those are the best ones, right? Best questions.
1: That's a spicy one. Yes. 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 So I need to go back to him and say, wow, that was a really good question. Joel, that was a good question.
0: Thanks, Joel. Yeah, thank you, Joel. Yeah, good reflection on that. Um, I got another question here for you. If that's, or are that's you, are you, the, that's the end of that one. Okay. Do you have any more questions for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <but laughs> All right. So this one is from Matthew 13, verse 44. Um, and it's the parable of the hidden treasure and the pearl. So it says the kingdom of heaven is like a, tre- what, do you know it? Okay. The kingdom no, of not- heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field. Mm hmm. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. What? So. This is a little perplexing because if I go into someone's field and find a whole bunch of treasure and then go, well, this is worth millions of dollars and go to them and be like, sure, I'll give you 30,000 an acre. Mm-hmm. No problem. Here you go. Sign the check. And they think they've got something great. And then they find out that, oh, he went onto my property. He found all this treasure. And then he bought the property, and now it's his. Mm-hmm. And uh, this says, "This what that's what heaven's like." How does that, that doesn't make any sense to me? <laughs> it Doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Well, it doesn't make any sense to us, does it? But the thing is that he, I, I think, what uh, the analogy that is supposed to yeah. be here is: you give it all up for what you find as a treasure. Okay. You give it all up for
0: that treasure that's in the future. So is that like the devil in the details when I'm saying that? like That's oh, yeah, the devil you, in the details? But you didn't trespass and then took it from someone. Right. Okay, but,
1: you know, and it it would probably be very much understood in that era. Okay, because they didn't have the courts and things that would litigate such circumstances. I you knew that was in there. You trespassed upon my yeah. property. Yep, it wasn't quite okay. the same. There was well, some of that, but not to the extent we'd have it today. All right. <laughs> If that Fair enough around here. Fair enough. That would be a different story. I mean,
0: I guess you know if it uh, if it fits in the analogy, if if it's if the field is God, mm-hmm. well, let's see, field's God and the treasure is Jesus. You know, you're not really trespassing True. on God right. to find Jesus, but you'd give everything up to and go and sell all your things so you could have that treasure. Give up everything so you could have Jesus. That
1: part, yeah. There you go.
0: That's part easy. Uh, that That's easy itself. to transfer. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now because I got that question. I was just like, that's a good point. That doesn't make any sense. I know it's an analogy, but for Matthew, I feel like it should have been pretty tight, you Mm -hmm. know?
1: Yeah, uh, because he would be in those details. But uh, I imagine the Jews that were listening to him got a good hoot out of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you think that made sense to them? (laughs) I think it might have made good sense to them. (laughs) Okay. Okay, do you find a lot of those things where you like see like the make an analogy that you're just like, you like, sometimes you're like, there must have been some snickering. There must have been some, like, wait, what? You what? know?
1: Well, you think of uh, some of his analogies, are sort of out there. Yeah. Like the 10 virgins and lamps. What's that one again? That's uh, Matthew 24, 25. And, uh, you know, 10 virgins, 10 lamps, five are ready, five are not. Really? i don't remember that for a married wedding
0: i don't remember that one okay
1: oh it gives you something to read later i guess so yeah yep off the diamond that one and and then he goes into the uh the next part of it and talks about uh you know the unscrupulous uh manager okay the parable of the talents you know okay so uh okay okay uh, you had one and you got yeah the guy who had 10 gets more right i mean really yeah and he gets the one from the one guy that didn't do anything with it other than bury it Yeah. does that seem realistic realistic i mean is that right
0: i, I uh, some of those make a lot of sense and some of them <clears throat> make sense but they're hard to swallow mm-hmm. you know like uh
1: i work all day and i get paid less i get paid the same guy it's like isn't same, that what same you is the not that what you came. agreed to yeah, yeah
0: that has a lot of real world like application. I've heard a lot of people being like, yeah, I found out the person I work right next to that started after me is making four bucks more an hour than I am. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, but didn't you agree to that one? You know, it seems like very easy to, you know, get yourself all worked up about it, but it's, it's like, well, you you did agree to that. Mm -hmm. They don't really have any, you know, obligation to give you the same as what you're working next to, Mm -hmm. but you're uh, still here and you're still here yeah and if you say something well then that's
1: a different story but if you didn't say anything why should we have done any different
0: yeah you ever have that i remember being like younger and being like uh, working construction and then talking to someone else that runs a construction company they'd be like you want to come i need more guys i'll pay you 16 dollars an hour and i'm like yeah oh, yeah wow so then i go to the boss and i'm like hey sorry two weeks i got you know an offer for 16 they go how about 17 am like well you were just paying me 12 if i was worth 17 why didn't you pay me 17 yeah
1: well i need a profit margin yeah why well, yeah i yeah, get it uh, now it's my profit when i'm margin. older i get it now it's so i like, got well. my
0: profit margin off you
1: yeah yeah and you were still willing well to work for 12
0: until you oh, heard so from him. I heard that yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. yeah that's true yes that's mm-hmm. a hard one to figure out it's hard one to figure because i've well let's roll this into something that uh let's like for business practice. Let's talk about like a Christian with business practice. Like, is it is it sinful to like uh, produce the same thing as someone else and undercut them on price and make less?
1: Well, that's business. Right. Is it right? Well, it's business. How how badly I guess the snick the the the, the, the unchristian part is how are you doing it? If you're doing it illegally, if you're doing it uh, by drawing them down, then that's not good. So let's if say if you're doing it by
0: making a better product
1: and selling it for the same price or less because of your concern for the customer,
0: exact same product. Okay. So it's all in the intentions. I'm thinking. I'm hearing what you're saying. It's so like if it's exact same product, and you're the person is just like, you know what? I only want to make two cents per unit of sales and I, you know, I sell a million of these or a hundred thousand of these a year. That guy is trying to get three cents, but I know that I can live just perfectly fine off two cents. That's his choice and yours. And there's nothing wrong with anything like that. Anything about as long as you're
1: not down playing and or criticizing how they do it or their product.
0: Right. But now say if I know that, like, if I go to one and a half cents, it's going to be tight for a few years, but I'm going to drive him out of business. He's not going to be able to compete, and then then I'll take his business.
1: Your intention's not Christian,
0: right? Okay, I see how that's saying. Yeah, I mean that—that's
1: to to be against someone else, to drive someone else out of business. That's not very Christian.
0: No, it's not. That makes sense. There's a lot. That's one part. Why would
1: you drive him out of business unless you wanted to later profit? Right. Oh, I get him out of business. I can move from one and a half cents profit. To four cents, and I have no competition.
0: Now, what if you're say just otherwise? saying, well, no, what if you're just thinking, you know, he'll be out of business and then I can sell more product, same margin of uh, sales, right? So you're still getting that one and a half cents or two cents, whatever I said it was, I kind of forget. But now I'll be selling more of them. Right. But
1: the, the illustration is why are you in business? So if your business, if you're in business to produce a product that will help somebody else out and it's, does, uh, it's a positive influence on society, I'm not making Ouija boards, right. which is negative. It would be, uh, that's different than if I'm just trying to drive and make my money, uh, make sure I don't pay my workers very much, that kind of thing. Uh, am I a leech on economics or am, am I empowering people? And then parts part of that's the atmosphere of your business. Mm-hmm. Are you growing? Are you making a Christian witness in such a way in the workplace that it is growing Christians? Yeah, it's nurturing faith. Okay. Or are you out for the buck?
0: Right. Now I think a lot of the intentions, you know, are difficult because it all kind of you know money's fungible. You know, if I want to make more money, it doesn't matter if I want to make more money because I want to hire more people, or if I just want to make more money so I can have more money, or want to leave more for my kids, you know, there's some good intention things there mm-hmm. too, but you know, once it, that money creeps in and there's a little extra, once you've spent a little more on yourself, is that the sin?
1: The love of the money is the root of all evil. Yeah. So if it's the money thing, if the business is a business because you've got to do something, mm-hmm. then that's different than
0: I've got to have more money. So let's take like an example like Amazon, mm-hmm. right? They are an empire of empires, man. There's hardly a week goes by where I don't have at least three days where there's Amazon packages there. A wonderful service, right? It's a great service, but is driven, you know, small businesses out, but it's I don't have to go to those small businesses because right. the small business isn't going to drop it right off at my doorstep for zero dollars.
1: It's it's impacted small local businesses that didn't transition into internet businesses, right? Network businesses. Well, they re, they weren't because, able to compete, and then they it it also has then raised up other small businesses, right? That are operating out of people's houses. Mm-hmm. So it it was a shift, right? But every small business could have been an online network sure. business, sure, because it created that network, mm-hmm. that atmosphere.
0: Yeah, network is the valuable. That's and, what they feel so, pretty much, right?
1: Right, and so part of that was the choice of the business itself. The local business, if it chose not to be networked, lost that opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a little. It, it, it yeah it's a deep conversation a of like conversation. altruism and what does that actually right what does that actually mean you know
1: and and i know that uh, i have a buddy who's uh, in the grocery business and i know that uh didn't go the amazon way but what he did do and especially well done during COVID, is he delivered groceries to the doors of people's houses mm-hmm so that uh, they would call in their order. He'd put it together. He'd bring it out in his own vehicle to their doors during COVID. And yeah. it really a, was a wonderful service to our right. community. Yeah. And a testimony to his his Christian faith. Because he didn't he didn't charge that much extra. Right. And in fact, I'm not sure he charged anything extra for that.
0: Hmm.
1: But uh, I found it a very valuable service in yeah. the midst of COVID. He was willing to, to do that. hmm
0: yeah, there's there's a lot of business things. Uh, I think I, I, there's one example um, that I know of. I'm definitely not saying any names. I'm going to pretend like I don't even know them. But like farm goes up for sale. Farmer A has always farmed that ground. Auctions coming up. Farmer B over here down the road goes to the seller and says, Hey, don't go to the auction. I'll give you this. And it was like a little bit more than what the mm-hmm. what everyone thought it was going to go for.
1: But he stopped the auction right? so nobody else could bid.
0: Right. Cut everybody out of the process. Yeah.
1: And given the volatility of land in this area, uh, it could have gone for a lot more.
0: It could have. It could have gone to someone who's out of state mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. I mean, that that would be what I would think would be something where you could go to the, the seller and be like, that's how you could get them to be like, okay, yeah, I'll sell it now instead of getting top dollar for it at the auction. Well,
1: or dealing with it. Auctioneer right. and... Uh, yep. Commissions and all those things. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think the the thing that comes out of the bottom of that conversation is we need to, as Christians function in godly ways to do business well, Yep. because it's not only about the dollars we bring in. It's about the impression we leave behind with others as to who we are and the integrity we carry because of who we are in Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. It's gotta carry that integrity.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. That's a tough thing to wrestle with too. It takes a lot of reflection and prayer. It is. And and
1: praying that God'll lead you in the mm-hmm. moment. Because sometimes as a businessman, you don't have three and a half hours to set in prayer and fast and and think about the decision. Right. As a businessman, you might have to make that decision in less than two minutes right so that it can be done in a way that
0: gets the gets things happening Mm -hmm. yeah i think that covers it good um yeah take the time to think about it make sure you think about it often and uh reflect on it every once in a while to make sure you're you know going apart doing god's work and not or at least being a good example right yeah
1: yeah and uh you know if you give it to god first i well example i had a a a charter bus. I had two charter buses at one time, and I had a group coming home from Southern Illinois headed north, and all of a sudden, burned up the engine mm. of the bus. And so they were there on the side of the road, and and I was trying to figure out how do I get these people where they're supposed to go. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I I said, just give me a moment. I'll pray about it. And and uh, I I was praying about it when I got a call back from the people in the coach that seven miles away there was a christian man who had a bus and we could contact him and sure enough he brought him home he brought our driver home yeah. and he gave us an idea of where the bus could be repaired yeah and all of that fell together within a, a matter of a half hour we had the uh the people on their way home had the bus figured out where it was going to go for repairs mm-hmm And uh, it was taken care of. God's good. Yeah. But we do have to give it over.
0: Yep. I think that's a good answer. Uh, Will you pray us out? I can do that. All right.
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you that you call us to be your own. And then you give us your Holy Spirit to help us through. Lord, continue to send your counselor, your Holy Spirit to us for this day and this time. And lead us into your presence in Jesus' name,
0: amen. Amen. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Um, Join us next week for another great episode and we will see you then. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.